0: Hey, it's Luke here. I just want to tell you about a new podcast I'm involved in, which is called The C Word. Six weeks ago, my eldest brother Lee was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. It is the type of news that stops you and your family in your tracks and offers a fairly sobering reminder of what this life is about. Over those six weeks, we've had many a conversations trying to understand this new health challenge and the road ahead. And as easy as it would be to fall into a heap and give in early with such difficult news, I asked my brother what he needed from me most. Outside of the obvious and much needed support for him and his family, he said, most importantly, I just need to focus on beating this with optimism. So with a desire to support in a way that benefits him, educates us and hopefully informs those we don't know, we decided to create this podcast that could tell that story as it unfolds capturing the highs the lows the unknowns and hopefully plenty of optimism along the way to come on the journey search the c word on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts free welcome to itch my name's luke i'm 32 years old and i'm from australia i've spent my life with an insatiable curiosity an itch if you will and a need to understand more There is a clear desire for so many of us, irrelevant of background, ethnicity or sexuality, to live more authentically and to seek out an alternative narrative to that which currently exists. I use my stories to take you on a journey where I've challenged my own truths through the ability to ask more questions than I have answers, maintaining a great sense of humor, always viewing the world through a lens of empathy, but most importantly, to live in the gray these attributes have assisted me to seek out different perspectives and to create a life that is more flourishing and progressive for me and, well, hopefully, for those around me. So if you're interested to know more, welcome to Itch. Lesson number 11. Business is personal. How many people out there have heard the age-old saying that, you know, it's, it's not personal, it's just business? It's probably one of my... It's one of my biggest gripes I have to say. And the reason it's one of my gripes is I just genuinely do not believe that business has to be so cutthroat and aggressive. And maybe I'm being too idealistic about it. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I haven't experienced enough of the world or enough of business when it comes to it. And I, and I appreciate and understand that there are some things that are transactional, 100%. But I'm talking from an angle of everyday people. I'm talking from an angle of those of us who go into a workplace and do their job on the daily, um, You know, whether it's an employee mindset, it could be self-employed, whatever it might be. I just feel that there was this reality that exists where we we have forced ourselves to believe that business is business and your personal life is your personal life. And I fundamentally believe that over time and, and as as the world continues to grow and progress, we're actually getting more to a state where business really is personal. It's a really personal process. And in fact, the more that I embrace this concept of it being personal, the more I feel I progress and flourish within that space. Now, today I could take this conversation a multitude of ways and, uh, and, and it has been something that's been on my mind. It's definitely been one of those key lessons in, in life, I feel, but the angle that I wanna take it is to talk to a recent situation that I had with a friend. This friend of mine has been in their role for um, a few years now, and and they've really, um, really enjoyed the work that they do at, at the organization that they're at. Um, they're a creative type, so they're in, in a space of, of, of creativity, and they've been able to kind of flourish and, and, and do what they need to kind of, you know, deliver on what they need to in, in their own real personal way over, over the last couple of years. And I've loved watching them go through that process. But like with any organization, it can go through critical amounts of change. And, and they too have gone through change recently and quite a significant amount of it. And in that change, they have brought back on with them, uh, you know, the, the company has brought on new um, executives, new leaders, um, new managers in the business. There's been lots of, lots of things that have gone on. Now, this one particular individual, I managed to run into one day. And, uh, and they said to me, um, You know, we're chatting and at that time I said, oh my God, did I tell you by the way that I'm finishing up my job? And they said, no way, really? Like I did not expect that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, really exciting. Got a great opportunity. And there's been some really cool things happening in in my world recently. And they said to me, well, actually I have also finished up. And I was like, what? No way. And so we sat down and have your time? Yeah, let's grab coffee. So we sit down and we have a chat. And the conversation plays out where they're telling me about their role and they're telling me about the difficulty they've had or they've experienced with these, these new leaders and this, who've been coming into the organization and they're finding that with these new leaders coming in, you know, there's, there's obviously, there's going to be cultural change, cultural change and and just change in general is difficult for anyone, right? That's why we have kind of a change curve and we, we know what the process is and it can be quite a, it can be quite a full on process. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who may be listening who, equally understand, um, what it means to, to go through this type of, uh, to go through this type of change. And interestingly enough, they said to me about it and they were telling me the difficulties that they're experiencing with, with their leader and how the leader wasn't, you know, they weren't, there wasn't the psychological safety there. They weren't being trusted to do things. They're being challenged on everything. And, and it just sounded like a really difficult and, and almost toxic situation. Now, my response to this, whilst being affected for my friend, because I was sitting there going, Oh my God, it just sounds, it just sounds horrible. Like it's what a what a horrible situation. And they were going, but I don't know what to do. You know, I've 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 put in, but I'm not sure if I want to. And and they're all a little bit all over the place. And it really occurred to me in that moment, and it played back this lesson, which is around business is personal, where we seem to accept certain types of realities in roles and now maybe I'm speaking specifically to an employee role but we accept these realities and we almost buy into over time that these chosen realities or these real realities that we're in we have no choice in or the only choice is a dramatic choice or whatever it might be but you can just see and I've seen it plenty of times over where people in teams you know employees whatever it might be get to this part where they start to go I actually, I feel like I have no choice and, and, and maybe I am as bad as the people make it out to be. but all I know is I need to get out. And so anyway, we're chatting away and, and because they were indecisive, they were kind of seeking a bit of advice and guidance, I guess, in, in some way. And I said to them, do you know what? It's heartbreaking to hear that. It's really disappointing. Nothing annoys me more than bad leadership. I, I said to them, think of it this way. Treat your job the same way you would treat a relationship. So right now you're in a relationship. You have to see this person, because we'll make it a person. You have to see this person every single day. And every day that you come in, you feel affected by this relationship. They don't speak to you nicely. They don't respect you very well. They They don't recognize you when you need to be recognized. They expect that you're gonna show up. You're gonna do what you need to do that you're gonna please them and that you will leave and be happy to come back again later. This is the relationship that you've described right now. And if this relationship was an individual, and, and in essence, some ways, you know, because businesses is just a framework of individuals, but if this was an actual physical person that you were showing up with, would you, and my question to them was, would you buy into this relationship? Would you stay? If this was your love life, if you were sat across from me and I was telling you about this partner that I'm with, and these is these are this is how I feel in that relationship, what would your response be? And they took a moment, they thought about it and was and was quite moved and kind of went, Yeah, I've never thought of it that way. And I was like, right? And I was like, and equally beyond that, not only just showing up every day and being beaten down and told these things, you've then now decided that, hey, do you know what? I don't accept these these terms anymore. I don't accept this relationship. And before you've even made the decision to leave the relationship, you're already beginning to try and date again because this individual was also out trying to look for jobs but was panicked going, I can't really I don't know I can't really find a job and I don't really know and I get there and I, I know they're thinking this of me and I can't really ask it And so we then led this conversation on into, well, can you imagine one being in a bad relationship? And how are people when they're in a bad relationship? Their confidence is beaten down. They're uncertain about things. They don't really like how they look, or maybe they don't feel that they like how they are because they've kind of, they're, you know, they're, they're, their esteem, their self-esteem, their self-worth has kind of been degraded over time. And, and that's the nature of a poor and toxic relationship. And then before you've even exited that relationship, because you've decided somewhere along the line, actually. I've had enough of this. I've had enough of you and I've had enough of what's happening here. And before you even left the relationship, you're trying to put yourself on the market again. And so you're showing up to these dates, which is what we'll call the interviews. And, and you're sitting at these dates and you're trying to sell yourself, but you're selling yourself on the back of all the things that you think your current partner doesn't like about you. And you think that the person that you're about to date, that you're trying to, to, um, you know, to, to get to know, and, and hopefully, they'll want to see you on another date again and maybe be in a relationship with you. You're assuming that they are in the headspace that you're in and they are questioning all the things that you question about yourself because of your toxic relationship. And this friend of mine sat there and was and was quite taken back by it. And to be fair, I was even a little taken back by it, which is why I want to share this story, because it it it'll, you know, sometimes you think of saying, Oh, you're telling advice. It's always the greatest thing, right? We can tell great advice but whether we take it ourselves. But you sit there and you tell a story and you go, yeah. And it really started forming in my brain this concept that where did this even begin? Did it begin in this place where people say it's just business, it's not personal? When actually in this day and age, the more personal business becomes, the greater the connection people have to it. I know in terms of the work that we do, you know, that I do uh, in terms of, from, from a consulting perspective, when it comes to building out a business that people love, people are craving businesses that hold real purpose and meaning in society and, and in the community and who everything they do comes back to their why, you know, it really matters why they do these things. And you, you resonate towards, companies that have great values and have great leadership. And there's all these wonderful qualities that exist there, but to get them requires humans to be really personal to come in every single day and to show their true authentic self and commit to and and align themselves to greater meaning and, and, and greater purpose in what they do. But you have to be personal to do it. And so I wonder, have we started creating these toxic cultures that exist in business because we still have these weird beliefs in our head that business isn't personal, when in fact, business is personal. And so this individual who I was talking to, this friend of mine walked away and thankfully that was a catalyst for them to kind of go, no, do you know what? No. I actually don't stand for that. I don't stand to come into work where we spend so much of our time, right? And it should be, in some ways, I'm not trying to say that from a a capitalist way, you know, we must work because we need money. And I'm saying from a space of service, from the other conversations that we've had where life should be built around this concept of service and how can we offer ourselves to the world. When we use our work to provide this service to the world, there is a responsibility, not only for the way in which we conduct ourselves in that business, but for the way in which the leaders of that business and the business itself chooses to conduct itself. And you're seeing more and more with so many different movements and so many different policy changes and things happening in the world where people are saying, do you know what? It's no longer that business is not personal. It is in fact that business is highly personal because it is another form of who we are. And so this individual walked away and said, I actually disagree and I'm going to own my space and I'm going to leave this toxic relationship. And I was really quite proud of them. And so I guess I'm raising this conversation because I wanna invite everyone to think about it for themselves and think about in your world at the moment, in the space of business, how do you, what angle do you come from? Where's that baseline thought around what does business mean to you? Do you believe that business truly isn't personal? Is business highly personal? Have you never quite thought about it before? And when it comes to the way in which you conduct yourself in business or actually even before that, how you choose whether the type of business that you're in um, or the business you wanna work for, what are the requirements that you need from that place? And, and do you hold them accountable for it? Or are they a different facet to yourself? Do you, do you go into business with you know, maybe an innate feeling that you want it to be quite personal and that it really should matter and that it should give meaning and it should give a sense of belonging, but actually somewhere along the line, you've been in these weird toxic relationships in essence, with different organizations where you suddenly think that your self-worth and your your, your value is pinned against what these organizations say or, or think about you. You know, that that the, the cultures of which you've been in have normalized forms of toxic realities, toxic relationships, toxic behaviors that somewhere we've normalized and thought, actually, yeah, that's that's okay because that's just what happens in an office space. Think about it for yourself and think about how, if, if this happens, right? So if this is a reality for you, what role are you playing in continuing or perpetuating that reality? And what role are you playing in being able to make a change to that reality? And is it something that you think is important or is it something that actually it is really segmented and, you know, it should just be one way or another. Or another. And I really want you to just think about this. I haven't got any, any advice in terms of steps to take this week or um, anything like that, I really want it to be a self-reflection piece because I truly believe there's this culture that has began to exist in the world. And it's a culture that, you know, I'm seeing more and more people are rejecting, but we don't know how to manage because eventually culture is behavior repeated, right? So eventually these these cultures start to become so heavy and so top heavy and the framework sits around us so much that it only weighs us down. And then when we eventually find ourselves in these businesses, in these relationships, these toxic relationships where our our self-worth is battered, where we're not appreciated, where we're not recognized, where expectation does exist, but, but reward or kindness or love doesn't come back to us. And we normalize this. We normalize this and think it's, this is what we should live in when in fact, deep down in our hearts, we know that business truly is personal and it is every single one of us, it's our responsibility to continue to manage that change and to continue to look at ways that we can raise this up and build cultures and, and build businesses and build relationships that are, that are meaningful for us and pr- help us to, to continue to serve the world around us. So I invite you to have a think about that Think about what role you play. Think about what role other people are playing. Think about the culture in which you exist and have a think about, even if you feel you're not in a place to make that change, what type of reality would you prefer to live in? What does that beautiful, healthy relationship actually look like? What do you receive from it? What do you give back? How does it influence the way that you serve the world? And if you could make a change, if you could bring it back to basics and you could make business as being very personal, what would that world look like for you and and how would that create a better space for all of us tomorrow? I'm Luke Evans. Thanks for listening to Itch.